Welcome to Mindset Reset Radio. I'm your host, Jess, and I'm on a mission to help female entrepreneurs like you get intentional in life and business. So if you're feeling stuck, you're looking for inspiration, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy entrepreneurial journey, you've landed in the right place. You can join our community of intention getters on Instagram at Jessica Thiefels, that's me, and you can learn more about how I can support you in business and mindset at jessicathiefels.com. Finally, if you love what you hear, please don't forget to rate and review the podcast. I'll be forever grateful. Now, sit back, grab a journal, and get ready to start living with intention. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Mindset Reset Radio. I am so truly, genuinely beyond excited for our guest today, Caitlin Parsons, one of my best, best friends in the whole world. She's also a badass business owner of Caitlin Parsons Yoga Therapy. She's a yoga therapist and women's embodiment coach who guides people back into alignment in their bodies, hearts, and throughout their lives. She helps people create freedom from chronic pain, old injuries, stress and anxiety, and old conditioned ways of being so they can access their inner truth, confidence, and power. Caitlin supports people from all over the world through her one-on-one coaching and inside her monthly membership program Aligned. Ah! Yay! You're here! Welcome! <laughs> Thank you for having me back. We're actually, I was going to say, like, this is so goofy because I've literally had you as a podcast guest. It's like but I'm just excited. <laughs> so anyway, let's not get, uh, we'll, we'll try not to get too goofy on you listeners, but I really yes. can't make any promises. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, so let's start with, you have been on as a guest before, by the way, anyone listening, if you haven't listened, it's one of the first episodes about recreating or rethinking your morning routine. So highly recommend checking that out. Um, but Caitlin, Do you want to tell us, give us a refresher on who you are and what you do? Uh, Yeah, I am a yoga therapist, women's embodiment coach. And as I shared with Jess before our podcast interview, I'm kind of redefining what I do and what that looks like a little bit. But I have a, a few different ways that I work with people. A big part of my practice is the therapeutics. I help people get out of pain, find freedom in their body by coming back into alignment um, and teaching people how to sit properly, how to stand properly, how to move and really create massive transformation through that in their entire lives. Um, And then the other piece I help people, especially women with, is getting out of anxiety and these conditioned ways of being, the limiting beliefs, the, the ways that we get stuck in our own energy and emotions. And I teach people how to move through their emotions how to tap into their own innate wisdom in their body and so that they can step into deeper levels of truth, of personal empowerment, of confidence, of really feeling free within our whole lives. Um, That's what I do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it is. And you do it so well. She's so modest. The results that she gets for clients is just like I hear it because we talk literally every single day, multiple times a day, but it's just incredible how passionate she is about what she does and how good she is at what she does. So I'm I'm just so excited to have you here today. Um, 
There's so many things we could talk about, but I really thought the most important sort of central theme in a lot of what we talk about, specifically as entrepreneurs, is why the inner work is the work. And what I mean is we often talk about, uh, the two of us, about how when we take time for quiet or we take time to meditate or we're having a day where we feel like we need to dive deeper within ourselves or within something that's coming up, there's often that innate feeling of like, well, I'm not being productive or I'm not doing enough or I should be sending emails or I should be sending, I should be posting on Instagram. And what we constantly remind ourselves of or each other of is that that work is the work. It may not be the external work, but it's the work that you need to do, even if you're not a spiritual entrepreneur, even if you're in tech, even if you teach web designers how to run their business, by diving deeper, you're becoming a better business owner. So before we like start to make our way in there, you have had, I have been by your side through such an insane journey, especially in the last, what, year, year and a half. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about that journey and like, and how it first started. Like, how did you know you needed to start digging under the surface and looking at what was going on? Yeah. Ooh, the past year of my life, as you know, has been the most challenging, the most transformational, and also the most expansive year of my entire mm. life. And it is because I went full force into the inner work, into the stuff that I was choosing to shy away from or to not see. And it really started a year before that. So just over two years ago, I remember talking to you, uh, we were out for dinner once and, or something like that. And I went to a women's retreat. And before I went to this retreat, it was called a retreat, but it was really, really an intense experience. But I remember feeling like I'm stuck and I'm holding myself back and I don't know how to feel more free in my life, like in my business. Like I was just doing the same things that people had taught me to do, but it didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel like me. And at that point I was like, how do I find that? How do I tap into that? And so I felt it really in my business, but as at the forefront, it was me, it was me in my being. And so I went to this retreat and I remember for the first time declaring, like I crave and I desire freedom. And it sounds so simple to say. And for me right now, it sounds so easy to say, but in that moment, it was like, what, what is freedom? What do you want? What do you, and it was because I was like trapped in my own limiting beliefs in old beliefs from my family and conditioned ways of being or thinking and um, really putting a lot of judgment on myself and how I showed up in the productivity that I had in all of these ways. And really I was trapping myself. So I remember two years ago, I was like, okay, we are going to, that was kind of like the, the beginning of me diving a bit deeper um, and so for a year, I did a lot of the work. I did the uncomfortable, but not too uncomfortable work. Like and what? Um, I would say like starting to break barriers of like limiting beliefs and, but the easier things, the things that weren't like the, the shame and the guilt mm. and the, the deep stuff. And a part of that was 
um, ignoring the fact that I was in a relationship that I wasn't necessarily fully happy with. And so a year, just over a year ago, I would say that that was the, the catalyst. I remember one day in December, I woke up and it was this gut wrenching, intuitive feeling of like, this isn't it. And it's time to figure it out. Like you cannot hide from this anymore. Mm -hmm. And that was the moment that I was like, well, first I was like, shit, (laughs) (laughs) no, but then it was like, okay, I'm, it felt like at that point I was not at rock bottom by any means. Cause I, I had a wonderful partner. I had a good business. I was in a stable career, but at that place, I was not happy. I was not where I wanted to be. And I knew I wanted so much more. So I would say a year ago was when the work really, really started and, uh, dove into like, yeah. And a year later, I am now not in a nine-year relationship, um, ended up getting divorced, quit my career of 12 years as a dental hygienist to step fully into my business. And really, I think the biggest piece of all of that is started to own who I was and what I wanted. And um, in order to get to that place, though, I had to go through the dark, as you know, the dark layers that... Um, more uncomfortable in the, the shadow work, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm trying to Did that answer I'll... your question. <laughs> uh, a million percent. Yeah. Um, I think I want to take a step back for people that are saying, because what really jumps out at me and something that feels really similar on our journeys is how it started, where it was like, everything looks great on paper, mm. but when I really feel into, it's like, there's like, for me, it felt like there was this dark cloud following me around. Like I would be sitting on the beach in sunny San Diego on a Saturday, nothing to do. And all I would just feel this deep unhappiness, this deep sadness. Um, so can you speak to a little bit for listeners that are hearing this and thinking like, Oh shit, like maybe that's me. Like what, what's like a good few first steps into that inner work, like tapping into like, what, what is that? Because I feel like the first step is really trying to see, I don't know, is the first step trying to see it or is the first step just like, I don't know, getting out of your space, like you did, like going to a retreat and sort of opening yourself to the possibilities. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think for people who are like, well, this is me. What do I now do? Like, how do we walk them to sort of start moving forward? Yeah. I think one thing I want to say that I feel like is a, is a big foundation for what we're talking about is, and I literally just posted this in my story today, it's not about what you are doing. Mm. It is about how you're doing and the mm. energy behind how you're doing the thing that you're doing. So for you and I, we were in the experience of technically like this business is what I want. The things that I'm doing are what I want. The the relationship is what I want, but how I felt inside and the energy behind it was not, wasn't in alignment with the actions I was taking. Um, so from that, man, I'd say it, it really depends on each person and where you're at. But I, I think taking a, we've both taken pauses. I think Mm -hmm. taking a pause and a step back, whether that's an hour, whether that's a day, whether that's a weekend, a year, a year year is pretty awesome (laughs) Uh, or a a week or whatever that looks like, but to 
to, to almost take inventory mm. of where you're at. Like, what are you stoked on with your life? What do you desire in your life? How do you desire to feel in your life? And for me, the coming to a place and that now I wake up every day and I'm like, okay, how do I want to feel today? And then what are the steps that I can take to get there? Um, has been, is so pivotal, but I think we have to take that pause and that step back mm -hmm. to get a different perspective of, again, like the state of affairs, like what is really great in my life? What doesn't feel great in my life? And what are the things that I want to focus on? Because it's not really, and I, I'm curious if you agree, it, it wasn't just, okay, here's these three things that I want to change in my life. And I'm just going to change them all. Now it started with one piece. Let's focus mm -hmm. on this one piece, um, one piece at a time. And usually focusing on one piece ends up kind of creating a ripple effect throughout the right. other areas of your life. But I'd say, yeah, the first thing is, is outside perspective, mm -hmm. state of affairs, and also taking time to get more quiet within that mm -hmm. Have to be willing to get uncomfortably quiet to the point where we're bored, where we're bored of ourselves. I don't know how many times I've said that to you, to the point that you can feel the feelings underneath the, the surface layers, yep. if that makes sense. And we need to reach boredom. We need to reach like nothingness in order to feel that, I think. Yeah. And allow love, ourselves to feel it. Yeah, exactly. And, and sort of like the visual I get when you say that is this feeling of like, when you're in your life and maybe you're unhappy with it, but it's just happening, right? Everything's just happening on autopilot. And it's like, I feel like it's like you're in the middle of like all these cars and things and every, you can't see my hands, but they're like flying around. Like, it's like, I don't know, like all these things are like flying around you and you're just in the middle of it versus that pause is like, okay, I'm going to, I'm not going to be in the middle. I'm going to be on the outside of this and almost look objectively at it. Mm -hmm. And in part of the inner work, it might sound counterintuitive because like, the inner work, you're going inner versus outer. But I feel like the inner work does allow you to get that objective view because it's almost like it's, again, like a metaphor that I'm just seeing in my head is like going below ground. You know, it's like all this is happening above you. But when you go below, you can actually be like, <sighs> yeah, okay, what the hell is happening up there? <laughs> yeah, And not take it. So I think when we get to that point that we can see things or feel things objectively, see things objectively, it, we don't, we're not so in it. So our, emo our emotions mm -hmm. aren't as heightened. We're not, um, taking things as personally, we are not the victim of what's happening. It's more of just this, like, okay, like finding peace in that zoomed out version mm -hmm. and yeah, being able to then take a look at the, the crazy, uh, traffic that's yeah. going on around <laughs> us. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that you said zoomed out. Cause that's another thing you and I remind each other of a lot is like, yes, pulling back as like a general first step to shifting, but keeping that as a tool in your toolbox. We constantly remind each other, like when we're feeling stressed about something, like what's the zoomed out picture? Like let's zoom out on this and look at the thing as a whole, because it's so easy to get caught up in this one feeling or this one experience versus like, if we zoom out, what does the whole thing look like? Because even just thinking about it makes me feel calmer. Mm -hmm. Um, this ability to, and I feel like it's almost like that ability to really wrap your arms around it in a way. Mm, yeah. I know something we, we often remind each other of is 
what, what does that higher version of you want? Mm -hmm. What would that higher version of you do? Because when we are in the moment, when we're sending that email, when we're responding to this client, when we're doing this or whatever it looks like, it is so hard to, to zoom out and then zoom out some more. So you can like, does this really matter? This one unhappy person or one unhappy client or whatever it is. Um, yeah, being able to zoom out, to zoom out, and probably zoom out some more. Yeah, right. <laughs> Keep taking slow steps backwards. So I wanted to talk about this here because this is has been invaluable to me as a business owner. Um, and not just like the meditating and the journaling, but like the results of that, right? Like what you're getting from doing that inner work. So um can you share with us, like, let's start with just like one way that you feel you've shifted in your business or one way your business has benefited from really committing to doing that internal work, that, that zooming out or that, you know, getting more objective with what's around you? Oh, there's so many things. I, I think one of them is like the first thing that came up is the fact that I am allowing and creating much, and I know this is true for you as well, much more space in my life. So mm-hmm. I am not filling my days with endless to-do lists and I'm still, I still battle with this. Mm-hmm. However, the more space that I take for myself, the mm-hmm. more spacious I feel within my business. And when I feel more spacious within my business, I'm not just, again, going through my checklist, doing all of these things, but rather I'm much more intentional about how I'm sending an email about the energy behind a live that I do or a class that I teach, or when I'm with a client Um, so I'd say that's, that's one piece. Um, hmm. that's like a, a, a main one, but I think what I see a lot is the way you run your business and how it, like what I'm consistently inspired by is how much trust and in, intuition you bring into your business. And I know that that's a result of doing the inner work because when we do that work, you, you start to build a sense of trust in yourself and in the universe because you get out of the hectic noise of the world and you see that like, okay, all is actually calm within me. Like I can make rational and good decisions. And, um, for me, that's something that I'm consistently trying to take from what I learned from you is being more intuitive in my business. And, um, what was the, what was the other word I was saying? Trust. What was that? Trust. Yes. And trust. Yes. Um, bringing more in intuitive thinking and trust into my business, which allows me to do things like say no to clients that aren't willing to pay me what I'm worth or to raise my prices because I know because I've done the work that I am worthy of that, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I feel like I'm even like stepping 15 steps ahead, but it's so hard to, because there's so many ways to get there, but the benefit of doing the inner work is just a spider web. Once you start to do it, how it ekes out into your business and brings all of these different elements and allows you to do all these things that maybe you were too scared or didn't know you could do or didn't trust yourself to do. Yeah. I literally just like 
reflected back on my entire year thinking about literally one year ago when I had that moment of, and by the way, for everyone that's listening, I, I am an extremely intuitive person and I was such a people pleaser and listened to everyone else for pretty much all of my life that it was almost foggy. So a year ago when I had that moment of like, crap, you can't live like this anymore. That was the moment that I really chose to unpack all of the stuff that wasn't mine and choose what was staying and what was going. Mm. And what I, I got through got through that process was this deeper connection to myself, to my intuition and to the trust. Mm. And like you said, I, I went through this time of, of having to, or choosing myself over and over, choosing to leave a stable, good relationship on the outside, choosing to leave a good, stable career because it looked that way on the outside, because I wanted more, because I knew I deserved more. And I had to take many, many leaps of faith and to trust that process and to listen to my intuition through it. And yeah, now that I have done it through those really, and everyone's story is different. doesn't <laughs> definitely don't recommend my steps, but, um, <laughs> that did allow me to now I'm in a place that even hang like meeting new people. I mean, there's not too many people you can meet because of COVID, but I will connect with like that gentleman I was hanging out with. I, I now know that like, if it's not for me, let it go and to trust what is here and to trust, um, trust the process. And mm -hmm. again, listening to your intuition. And so, like you said, when you start to find these pieces for your own personal life and in your own, doing your own inner work, it does create a spider web. It creates a ripple effect to every area, your relationships, your business, um, how you see people on the street, who you connect with, the synchronicities you run into, um, everything. Yeah. And something I want to really call out that you said is this idea of, of you, who you really are and your answers, right? Those are all inside of us. But when we're so weighed down, when we're so, when that part of us is so packed in by layer after layer of expectation and story and limiting beliefs and what people think we should do and what we think they think we should do and being afraid of all the failures that we've had and all of these things, it's like, yeah, of course you can't reach it. It's because it's under 30 layers of shit mm -hmm. and the inner work is a long and tedious process. And it's one that will never end for me and it will never end for Caitlin. And if you choose to commit to it, it'll never end for you either. But the more you pull those things out, the more you're able to run your business from a more authentic and intuitive place. And, and from that also, for me, I think comes like my energy, like people in my community say they're attracted to me because of my energy, but I can only give that energy because I'm not bogged down with all the other crap that I was carrying for the first 29 years of my life. Yeah. Um, so it, it's a slow process, but that's why that's because it's all hiding under there. Mm -hmm. And it's, although we're saying like, it can be a lot of work to pull it out. It's, it can be one piece mm -hmm. at a time. You guys, it can be, okay, this fear or this doubt keeps showing up and I'm going to sit with this and get to the bottom of it and recreate a new story and work on this for as long as I need to, until that's a habit, until that's an ingrained way of being. Right. So it doesn't have to be, you have to dive into this like whole year of deep healing, like you and I have done. It can be piece by piece, but mm -hmm. the more you release 
by doing the inner work, the more you release what isn't yours, what doesn't serve you anymore, maybe it was, maybe it was someone else's, the more you become more you, the more you become more authentic, the more people can feel your energy. And that is why people buy. That is why people buy from people. Yes, it's it's product or it's service, but it is the energy behind it because I'm sure you're not the only one doing what you were doing. And if you, I spent years when I was covered in all the shit, trying to show up as other people, well, this person does it this way, or they told me to do it this way. And not only did it feel inauthentic to me, but it felt inauthentic to other people. So people couldn't feel my vibe. It felt crappy for me. And I wasn't living to my full potential because I was bogged down and worried about a thousand other things. Right. Yeah. Yes. All of the yes. (laughs) So I want to I want to give the listeners like a few concrete pieces because I'm sure they've gotten so many notes already. Um, but and I don't want to give steps because like you said, and like we both know, it's not there's no steps. It's not like, yes, if you meditate, this is going to happen. Yes, if you journal. These are all pieces. These are all tools in your toolbox. Meditation, journaling, visualization, having a partner in this. Like that's something we haven't really talked about, but both. Caitlin and I feel like without each other, I know for certain without Caitlin, I would not be where I am right now. Thousand percent same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, that's like another tool is like having someone you can lean on throughout that process. So these are all tools, but like, I want to share some tips because it doesn't have to be hard, but let's be honest, sometimes it is hard and, um, it, it doesn't have to be deep, but sometimes it is deep. So like, what are some tips we can give people who want to commit? to doing the inner work um, and are ready to use those tools? Like how can they be, you know, most effective at really getting to that true self? One of the most, and I guess this is a tool and a practice. Um, yeah, there's, there's so many, I think, first of all, over and over giving yourself massive amounts of grace Mm. and compassion Mm -hmm. when you're on this journey. And for me, this journey of discovering, truly discovering myself was actually a journey of radical self-love. So anytime that I chose to beat myself up or should myself or make myself feel like crap, the work for me was compassion, love, grace, whatever I needed in that moment, because this work isn't easy and we fudge up sometimes and we forget, and then we forget again, and then we get back on track. And I think the most important thing we can do is it's not a linear process. Someone's not going to A, B, see your, see your way through it. Um, And again, there's going to be times where you're up and down and over and out. And if you can come back to yourself as your center, I think that's one of the most important Mm -hmm. things and to not hold expectations about what your journey looks like. Mm -hmm. Number one, number one, I think the most important piece is finding ways to be in your body. Mm, yes. Um, embodiment is obviously a huge piece for me. So um, I have many different ways that I do this. Meditation is one of them, just feeling different breath practices, um, movement practices like therapeutic yoga, different styles of yoga. And honestly, one of the most foundational pieces that 
is still like a little uncomfortable for me because I was not a dancer, not like very Mm -hmm. connected in my body is embodied movement. When I feel fear, when I feel anger, when I feel this, how does my body want to move? How can I move through that? Whether I put on music or I just let myself like punch pillows or whatever, when we can bring the experience of what we're having into our bodies, I think we can transmute it, release it, step into whatever is next, whatever that is a lot quicker than if we're trying to do it through our head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I always like, I have, I'll have my husband do it sometimes and he hates it because it's like, it's like embarrassing <laughs> quote unquote, but like if he's feeling anxious and he'll tell me like, I'm just feeling really anxious today. I'm like, start shaking. <sighs> just like the energy, just move, just shake your body, flop your arms around, flail over, lay on your back. Like Sometimes I'll just lay on the ground face down for like, I'll just lay there for, cause it just feels good. Mm-hmm. And I think part of, part of figuring out like, okay, so if I'm moving my body, what do I do? It's coming back to, and maybe this is another tip too, that would be helpful in general is continually coming back to what feels good. Mm-hmm. What feels good genuinely in your body. If you're feeling good. Yeah. If you're moving through something, if you are anxious, if you are unhappy, if you're sad, asking yourself, what do I, what would make me feel good right now? Mm-hmm. And continually coming back to that. What would make me feel good right now? Because a, for me, at least a big part of this journey has been really leaning into nurturing myself. Mm-hmm. Really like for me, that's baths a lot of times. That's like being warm on the couch with my tea. It's watching a movie, shutting my brain off. Like finding those things that nurture you and continually coming back to what feels good to you. So you, you do have, so you do have the energy to run your business, manage your family, manage your social life, and also do this work because this work is going to help every single area of that life, um, that you're leading, but you have to take care of you in the process. Yeah. And I think kind of alongside that is how allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling. Mm. So many of us. So a lot of what I do is how do I, how am I feeling in this moment? Because if we feel anxious, we're like, I'm just freaking anxious. I want to get away from it. I want to like not feel it. But when it comes down to it, it's like, Oh, I'm scared. And like, I want attention or I'm mad or this. And so how do I feel and what do I need? What is nurturing in this moment? So often we make things so much harder to move through and it can be just a matter of feeling it, feeling it, feeling it until you breathe it away. And it can be that easy with certain things. And um, I think, yeah, like I said, so many people, especially as women business owners or just as business owners, if we're feeling anxious or we're feeling angry and we're typing these emails and we keep going because we don't want to fully feel it, we just cre- we just add on to that over and over instead of if we just took a, a few minutes to like, okay, I'm angry. Okay. What happens? Or like, what do I need? Maybe I go punch pillows. Maybe I just need to be angry and let myself feel it. And then we're back into, or not maybe even back into a different energy, but it's softer. It's, it's less, it's, we've released it, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And one tool that I'll recommend, because this was actually, I think one of the hardest things for me, and I'll tell a quick story. I was working, you know this, I think, um, I'm sure you, uh, I was working with, uh, like a heart coach. She does, um, heart mapping. I think it's called heart math, heart map. Um, 
And on our very, very first call, she was like, so every call I start with three questions. And the first question is, how are you feeling? This is not, not even two minutes into our call, I immediately start tearing up. And I'm like, this woman's going to think I'm a freaking crazy person if I start <laughs> crying right now. So I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Holding it in, holding it in. By the way, I was not a good crier. Like I would not ever let myself feel. I would just retreat in and get really irritable and angry and keep people away. So part of my journey has been literally like opening myself up to feeling the feelings. But anyway, and probably 10 minutes in, I like get through the feeling thing and she's like, how are you feeling? And I'm like, good. And she's like, well, let's pull up a feelings wheel and pick out on the feelings wheel what you're feeling. And so I don't even remember what I said, but we moved through that. And like 10 minutes later, I just, I I can't hold it any longer. And I just start crying. And it was like, I was so scared to name my feelings. It was like a tender wound. And the second she even touched on it, it was like my whole body was in pain and I just could not help but cry. And that was a really hard moment, but a practice she gave me that made it started to make it a lot easier to start seeing those feelings and naming them and then therefore easier to feel them and move through them um, was every single morning when I woke up, I'd grab my journal, open the feelings wheel, which just go to Google and type feelings wheel. It'll come right up as an image. And I would write the three things I was most feeling that morning. And it sounds so simple, but when you do it, you realize like, I'm not feeling fine. I'm actually, there's a low level of anxiety and I'm actually kind of sad that that client said no yesterday. Um, And I'm actually pretty disappointed in myself because I didn't finish writing that email. And so all of a sudden you go from fine or good to like, wait, actually all these things are happening. And then when you know that you can do the things we're talking about, which is you see it, then you can start to move through it. Then you can say, what do I need right now to feel better in this space? What do I need to move forward today more powerfully? What do I need to do to get like, so then the second part of that, I suppose, is then I would say, what do I want to feel today? Mm -hmm. I want to feel confident. I want to feel powerful. I want to feel light. And so then between those two is the shift that we get to choose. And so knowing that first and foremost is the first step to starting to shift into it and sort of do the work that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. A thousand percent. Because imagine if you wake up in the feelings of, I know them well, feelings of like anxious sadness and anger stirring up and you jump into your day, you jump on a call with a client. What is your energy? What is their experience going to be like rather than having, if you shifted and all of a sudden you're like somehow this confident feeling powerful. And then what impact are you creating for your clients or your students or whatever that looks like from that place? It's a huge difference. And then how you feel, because then if you finish your day, still the lingering anxieties, stress, probably anxious, sadness, all of that, or like, first of all, you feel so much stronger and more empowered just by moving through it. Never mind, like the massive impact that you got to create through the day. Right. And then that circles into the energy that you're bringing to what you're doing and how people are more attracted to that energy. If you're bringing that anger and that frustration or that anxiety to your work, it's going to show. Like you can think that it looks fine on the outside and maybe it does look fine on the outside, but people are going to feel that versus that openness, that lightness, that, you know, whatever it is that you want to bring to the work you're doing. So um, it all, like, I feel like as I keep coming back to, as we're talking about, like it all just, it all works in tandem. And that's why it's not like a one, two, three sort of thing. It's like, take what feels good, 
right now, leave the rest. And maybe you'll pick something up again later and, and figuring out like, what do I need to do on a daily basis to continually move down this path to truly commit to doing the inner work, giving myself grace while I do the inner work. And then coming back to the very first thing we talked about, which is like, allow yourself to do the inner work. Like if it's a, it's at 3 PM on a Wednesday and you've had a shitty day, like allow yourself to nurture. Mm -hmm. take a bath. Because in that moment, you might start to realize like, wow, I'm really anxious today because of everything that happened. But now I took a bath and I actually feel better. Mm -hmm. And so I can maybe keep doing my day or whatever. Um, But giving yourself the space to do that work is makes you a better person and makes you a better business owner at the end of the day. Yeah. And just if you haven't gotten the vibe yet, Jess and I are very the opposite. We never used to run our businesses like that (laughs) or our lives like that. And I think it's pretty clear in what we're even just talking about, but how we're showing up that it makes such a big difference when we show up for ourselves. And again, the, the key piece being we choose to show up for the inner work for our personal alignment above all. Mm -hmm. And, and it, is a choice. And there are days where I forget to choose alignment and it, I feel it throughout the entire day. The other day was a prime example. I literally finished my day and texted you and I'm like, I'm anxious. And you're like, what's that telling you? I'm like, damn it. That I didn't do my morning practice. I didn't take time for me. I let myself spiral. And so again, come back to it. It's a choice we get to make over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's the same metaphor that I use for mindset shifting and the way you just said you come back to it over and over again. It's like we're aligned and we're centered and our head is moving straight, but mm-hmm. something comes up, the anxiety, blah, blah, We Our head tilts over to that. The work is continually bringing back to center, continually coming back to alignment, looking away and coming back. We're going to look away. There's going to be all of these things around us that pull us out of alignment. It's going to happen for the rest of our lives. Yep. Being able, the work is being able to come back to center every single time, even if it... And the other cool thing that we've talked about is like at the beginning, it might feel like it could literally take a month to come back to center. Like it takes so long. And then it gets to a point where it's like within 10 minutes, potentially you're back to center because you know, you have the tools, you have the practices, you've done the work. So also know that the journey may be forever and there may be times where it's harder than when it's easier, but ultimately the goal is like, how short can you make that time frame between when you get distracted out or whatever, or you have this non-aligned feeling and coming back to alignment, what's that, the space? Yeah. It's exactly like meditation. I don't know how many people are like, I can't do meditation. I'm too busy in my head. I'm like, that's why you need to do meditation. (laughs) But yeah, it, you, you shorten the, the timeframe and it gets less intense the more you show up and the more you do the work. It does get easier and easier and easier because it becomes a part of who you are and what you do. And you, again, you have this huge toolkit and tool belt around you to pull out whatever it is you need in each moment. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. I feel like we could keep going forever, but I feel like this is such a good place to wrap up. Um, I love everything that you've shared and that we've talked about. Um, This is going to be a hard question because we've covered a lot, but I have to ask it. If there's one thing you want our listeners today to walk away from this conversation we've had, what we're talking about, the one thing they have to take with them, what would that be? Choose you, choose you and your align. I literally have chills in my body right now. Mm. Choose you and your alignment and 
your desires above the comfortability and um, comfortability and approval mm. of anyone else. Because I, I feel like when we're on this path of alignment, it doesn't make sense to everyone else. It doesn't make sense to even your partner who, if you're taking a step back from your business to take care of yourself, it doesn't make sense to everyone else. So choose you um, and have that be your bigger why. Mm. I think it's important to have a bigger why. And um, yeah, we all get to be and feel balanced and free in our lives and our minds and in our business. So it, it's a matter of just choosing ourselves over and over. Mm-hmm. Beautifully said. Mm. And so true. Um, shifting gears slightly before we close out here, I want to know what are you getting intentional about right now? Mm. I am getting intentional about, I've been diving into some Joe Dispenza work, mm. which I've, I've, dabbled in and out of, but um, really getting intentional about every single day, again, roughly every Mm. single day, um, creating space for my higher vision and higher desires and turning, it's a lot of like quantum healing work and quantum work, but really tapping into getting intentional about when fears come up, when um, lower vibrational energies or doubt comes in that I'm, I'm immediately shifting it. And I've been doing that work for a while, but I'm just choosing to get extremely intentional. um, So I can call in um, my next layer of business and personal expansion. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And where can listeners get more of your goodness? Where can they find you? um, Instagram is my main spot. It's underscore Caitlin Parsons. And then my website is CaitlinParsons.com. I have a monthly membership. If you're interested, it's a yoga therapy and embodiment membership with over a hundred classes and therapeutic classes, practices, meditations, so much goodness, live classes as well. So that's where I'm at. Yes. Well, thank you so freaking much for being here. This has been such a good conversation. I know people are getting so much from this. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys. And thank you everyone for being here with us. I will catch you again on another episode of Mindset Reset Radio.